0: Welcome to Fright
1: Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes.
2: Wolfman's got mad!
1: They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do,
3: don't fall asleep.
1: We have
4: such sights to show you. They're all going to laugh at you!
1: You're listening to the Jersey Cools. What's up, everybody?
3: Marissa here. We are so excited to bring you this recording of our Return of the Living Dead reunion panel. My co-host, Horror Movie Nights, Matt Kelly, and I got to sit down with the unbelievably amazing Linnea Quigley, Beverly Randolph, Alan Trotman, Tom Matthews, and Miguel Nunez Jr. as they reunited to talk about this amazing and beloved cult classic. And please forgive us for any issues with our audio as we are still learning how to work out the kinks on our live recordings. So sit back, enjoy, and don't forget to check out all of our other episodes on your favorite podcast app.
0: Can y'all say happy birthday, Miguel? Wait. Happy birthday! birthday! Woohoo! Well, it ain't my birthday, but I'm going to save it.
1: I'm gonna All say, right. Every time I feel bad, I'm going to go,
0: happy birthday, Miguel. <laughs> Somebody I care. Happy birthday last week. Oh, yay. Hey. 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 All right. I made it. You did. It yeah.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome to the Return of the Living Dead Q&A panel. Hey. I am Matt from the Horror Movie
0: Night Podcast, and I'll be here for the later half of the panel to take any of the questions that you guys might have for all of our guests, but it's time to pass the mic over to your actual moderator, Marissa of
3: Jersey Ghouls. Yeah. Oh my gosh, hello everyone, and I am here, who, who are we talking to over there, hey, happy birthday Miguel! woo! <laughs> um, so I am actually going to turn it over to the real stars of the show here, over here we have Linnea Quigley, everyone. Yeah. We have Beverly Randolph. The one and only tar man, Alan Trotman. Tom Matthews. And last not is Mr. Miguel Nunez. Make
0: America great again. Woo!
3: And we are so very excited to have all of you here to hear these amazing people talk about this amazing movie. So let's just jump right in and ask you guys to tell us a little bit about what makes, what makes this movie as amazing and iconic as it is why
2: has it lasted so long
0: me
1: oh <laughs> okay
2: i think it's iconic because it was just everything was in alignment
0: and it just came out good yeah, and we can't yeah, really say it force. because no matter what any of us oh shit that's a good idea okay. duh okay. Uh, and no matter what any of us can try to say there is nothing that we can explain it because we ain't no shit we were all just young, innocent, happy to be involved in this. And I think it's that innocence that we all had. And no one had all these movies behind our belt to walk around posing with. Nobody thought they were should have been treated a different way than the other because they did more credits. It was the innocence of it. And the fact, the, the true fact that it is here right now is really Dan O'Bannon because the way he shot it. It did not take itself serious, which allowed you to jump on it and take that ride the same way without being so judgmental that you was in there just laughing and having a good time. That with the innocence of the cast, we were all just happy. Hell, being a horror damn movie. And, and uh, Linnea ran around and she was naked and and didn't give a damn. She never thought about it once. She, she was running around naked. I was more shocked about it than she was. I'm like, wait a minute, she can do that? And I, and I think pretty much that's what it is. It, it, it has survived because of the innocence and the way we didn't take it seriously. We, we weren't out there trying to be some hard as you know, scare you out of your drawers. We, we weren't trying to do that. And I think that's what we accomplished.
2: Also the soundtrack.
0: Yes, yes. hell yeah. Oh, yep, the soundtrack, the innocence, and Linnea's titties. And you have to say the, the
4: wardrobe. Perfect storm. The wardrobe and the time period. And you had on my wardrobe. Yes. yes. That was a, me about that. Did uh, they? Yeah, Miguel. That's a true story. Miguel. They kept putting me in funny little outfits, and Miguel walked in, in the outfit I wore in the movie one day, and Dan kept saying, what do you want to wear, Beverly? What do you want to wear? You're not liking anything. And I said, no, this is awful. And then he walked in in that outfit. I go, oh, that's exactly what I wore. I want to wear what Miguel's got on. I want to wear what Miguel's got yeah, where, <laughs> Miguel's, that's a, And they had it in pink and white as well. But Yeah, it was the know, 80s. Yeah. You know. But uh, <laughs> he was, we went with the blue and
0: white. Me and my girlfriend had the same exact pants. Blue. <laughs> I had the blue ones, and with the little white pockets, she had the penguins and the little white pockets. So we had the same, you know, we was dressing like that. and shit. But, We thought we was cute back then. Yes. So when she yeah. saw it, it was like, and you remember when she had it on, when she was going, Freddie, Freddie. And she had a hand in the pocket. Those are my pants.
1: And, <laughs> and, and
4: your girlfriend, Beverly had
5: that. her hands in your pants, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Well, that's a
0: different story. We're gonna talk about that after 7.30.
4: So you have the girl, to think of that. Oh, yeah, that's why I couldn't wear the pink because your girlfriend had the pink and you said, uh uh uh, we're not mixing up these right. women. I get it now. Because I wanted the pink. No, I know. Well,
0: I they wouldn't let you wear it because she would have figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, let her ask some more questions.
3: Yeah, yeah, so, okay, so, Lene, we might as well just jump right in. Talk to us a little bit about Trash and just why she's become so iconic. I mean, as, as a feminist filmmaker, I think she's incredibly feminist. I think it's so empowering. All the ladies in this movie, all of the gentlemen, one of the things that we all love is just how genuinely nice all these kids are for a bunch of punk rockers you're like man they're cool so just tell us a little bit about these characters and how you guys kind of created them and obviously the iconic tarbad we can't wait to hear you wax on about how he came to be too
2: i don't know it okay when i do a role i go by the dialogue and just whatever comes out of me is what the character's going to be i don't do a study of who my mother was, or you know, all this stuff and my DNA or whatever it is. I just like the dialogue for me directs it for some reason. No, that makes sense. And I didn't know I I thought she was probably empowered because she didn't care about taking off her clothes, she didn't care about dancing nude, she didn't care what anybody thought, especially Beverly, <laughs> Tina, so <laughs> Debra's like, my God, what kind of movie am I doing? <laughs> she was so brave. I'm telling you, she was so
4: brave the whole time because, yeah, I had to act offended. And I just kept going, oh, my gosh, this beautiful little thing walks around naked and so free-spirited about it. It Absolutely. was, It was so beautiful. It was so Bring cool.
5: on the feminism. <laughs> That's all I got to say.
0: <laughs> I could she women. was just, and, and, and it's like, whatever you say, women empowerment. I think I don't know nothing about women, but um uh, yeah, uh cause I'm a okay, chauvinist. Man. Uh but <laughs> but I, I will say I like I said I was shocked it was my first movie. So but but the way she was acting helped me a lot in my career from then on. I was like, nothing's gonna bother me, nothing's gonna worry me. I wanna be just like that girl. Cause we go to lunch and she stay up a half a tit out still talking to you, just eating don't even care. I'm like, well, I can't stop looking and she don't even care. Just so free, like she said, free spirited. And when you have somebody, you don't have all of that tension on you. It's easy to create, and it's easy to make people up because you automatically are drawn to that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was just one of those things where I wasn't the woman that's running and falling down, and and she was trying
1: to get all up on
0: suicide and everything.
2: Yeah, I was like, she was free. I was taking the rain on that one. First moves. Woo! We have a suicide here too, I think.
0: I don't yeah, know he's somewhere. That.
2: There he is! is. There. Yes, suicide!
0: What room are you in? She's gonna come see you later. No. Really?
2: <laughs> Reenact the scene. Beverly has to be there.
0: Wait a minute. Did he push you away? Get out of here. He did. That's right. He
2: did. Say what he said. This is
0: the way of life. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this ain't no this isn't a
1: costume? So um, for uh, for me, obviously, the, um, uh, the coming up with—I <laughs> never thought of it as what 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 would this character do. It all comes from the physicality of this his situation, which, uh, as described to me in uh, the uh, the original auditions, was just that he was barely uh, able to hold himself together. There was like nothing there physically, so this whole physicality and movement came out of my just imagining that his pelvis was just about to squirt out of his body and fall on the floor at any time. And so that gave that, that sort of rocking back and forth thing, and my my arms just sort of came out naturally for the you know, like counterbalance. But the other thing that they wanted to see was they didn't want to you know, And that was a general note for all of the zombies in this, was that they're not stupid, they're not just mindless, that he wanted to see this one thinking. And so I know I remember in the audition we did this scene at the, uh, in the basement where I get the winch out and I'm like doing little science projects trying to get the door open. Um, and so he just wanted to m- make sure that he could see each one of those little beats going on where I'm thinking. And so that really gave me some... Clear direction, and and beyond that, I I really didn't think about it much. It was just uh, having a lot of fun with the physicality of it. It's just so much fun, you know, letting yourself go, playing a a character like that. That nothing is like that, and so you can create. You've got a blank slate to create something. And uh, uh, where it all came from, I didn't. It wasn't like wasn't like dance training or anything. It came from you, brother. Yeah, it just came. And that was the great thing about it. I watched it on the screen. I said, oh, that worked out pretty good. <laughs> and, still-
0: and the fun part about it is, if you remember this scene, we were all there. So it, we were standing there while he was working out, and Dan is walking down in the sludge, and they were talking. He just turned around and just did everything Dan was trying to explain. And like yeah. I said, we were all young and, and happy to be in the movie. So we were just watching. Usually when the actors, they'll shoot that shit and we'll be in our trailer. But we watched him do it all. And it was exciting as it was for hey. us Yeah, it was fun. It it was was fun. Why yeah.
2: don't we? Alan's going to kill me, but can what? you do the walk?
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: yes, uh, he ain't got the woo! same hips. Yeah, he can't do it. But he can't yeah. do it. Nah. Yeah.
1: Darn now my, now my hips kind of do it, hey, it, it. It might be easier now. Yes. Oh, my
2: God. Yes. Oh, Alex. my gosh.
3: Turn on the video cameras, everybody.
2: You get money. We'll throw dollar the, the, bills at The
1: problem at you. is, without Wait. the suit on, it just looks like, oh, my God, what's wrong with that poor <laughs> old man? Get him a wheelchair. Somebody call 911. We need the theme music. Not
0: really scary. So no, he's right, though. Woo. When you've got that mask on.
1: Come exactly. oh. like
3: on, right. yeah. everybody! Woo! <laughs> Come on, everybody! Give it, you it up for Torment.
2: Yeah! Alan! Alan! Yes, you still got but it! But then, for
1: some reason, he got plenty of energy to like bite through skulls. So, <laughs> I don't know. so if you guys don't ask too many questions. <laughs>
3: yeah, we. So I, I can't help but bring up your other co-stars, the zombies. You, this movie redefined, in my opinion, what zombies were with their walking, their talking, their ability to work simple machinery. Who knew? And not only for me as a kid was it more terrifying because now I got to worry about my cardio, but it's also I think really iconic shift in zombie culture. So talk to us a little bit about you know what what that brought to the table for you guys.
0: Sin more cops.
3: Yes, Besla. Wow, really- they could talk. <laughs>
0: Yes, they reasoned, they thought. It, it was like you said, like yeah. Dan wanted a different They you, could think.
1: You, yeah, and it, it's just like the more brains when I see them walking down the stairs and I'm already eating one of them. Say, oh, great, more brains. It's like they've got a sense of humor. And
0: it does add a different element of of, of, of fright when, they, when you know they can't think. Yeah. You know? And they're yeah. fast. Yeah, thinking zombie.
1: <laughs> you know?
2: And, and they have, have to have it. It's like a
1: drug. Yeah. I mean, it's not as scary when they're just, they walk... Like this, and you could just walk away from them. It's like, you know, how scary. But these guys and women could run, you know. It's an idea. There maybe one day should be a tar woman, right? Oh, yes. my gosh. Tar babies.
0: I got a lot of them. I got some phone numbers if you need them. Oh, you are so bad. You are so bad.
2: He's got
0: some so another- And they walk just like they all ugly. No, sorry. Go oh, no.
3: No, please, go on no. We're all right <laughs> See where that goes No, we
0: still go together
3: <laughs> Um. So another thing I wanted to talk about was You guys kind of were juxtaposed with these Classically trained Hollywood actors In and James and all those guys How was that experience? I mean, what I, I imagine it was an incredibly awesome learning experience For you all being so young But tell us a little bit about how that changed the dynamic on set And for all of you
0: I don't know about anybody else But I didn't have a clue who that fucked either one of them was <laughs> I promise you, I didn't know anything about either one of them. I didn't even know about any dead. When I did Friday Thirteen. I had never even heard of it when I did all of those movies. I was just, because I was homeless, and I was living in the streets when I did both of those movies. I was still homeless. So I was just going out, and it was well, a horror movie. I think I'd heard about it, but I didn't know how it, it was as big as it is. So to me, I didn't know anything about either one of them. I
5: think I... I I was lucky enough to be cast with Jimmy Karen. Most of my scenes were with him. Hey, God bless him. Oh, okay. But I think I knew I think I knew of Don Capp from ten um, when we got cast. I didn't know Clue, and I didn't know Jimmy at the time. But I, yeah, I was lucky enough to be cast with uh, you know uh, Jimmy Karen and most of our scenes were th- with us. And we actually found out um, and we got along great. Our chemistry was great together. Maybe in part because. I found out on part two that we had the same. We were born on the same day, so we had the same birthday, which was kind of cool. Which we found out on part two. Yeah, see, he just found out. So, <laughs> I found out on part two, and uh, it was for me for being with him because he, he was you know he was on Broadway and stuff, and his friends were Jason Robards and all these old-time actors, and they came to the set a couple of them, and uh, just the stories when we were in makeup together was just amazing. All the stories and in his enthusiasm for for being an actor and being on set. If I was a producer and just his energy for just bringing everyone together was just amazing. I would just hire him just because uh, of his energy for being on set. His as star, I, just by, by what you
1: said, yeah. The way he was out on the set. And I
5: he was he was like a pathmark man too. So here, here on the East Coast, yeah. he which was yeah, yeah he, for 30 years he, he did all the specials and had the but most had the most frequent flyer fly miles of anybody I know because he was always flying back and forth and stuff, but he was he was, he was a champ.
2: Wasn't Clue brought in, like, last minute? Clue was minute? brought in at
5: the very last minute because, if you remember, he wasn't there when we were doing – we had a – we were lucky – Dan was – he was genius in so many different levels, but one of the things that he did, he had us rehearse for two weeks before we started principal photography, which kind yeah, of – they don't do that at all because it uh, costs a lot. But this was a lower budget movie, and I think they paid half the rate or whatever. But it was great for us to do it as the kids. And Clue wasn't there because he hadn't been cast yet. He got cast just before we did principal photography, so he was he was totally stressed out for a couple of reasons. He thought that he thought the role was and i he's already said this. He, he thought the role was below him, and he had a lot of dialogue. And so he was stressed out. And, he, you know, him and Dan didn't get along so well because of that. But now, you know, he's, and he didn't think much of the movie, but now he's just the opposite. He re- recognizes D- uh, Dan's uh, genius in it and stuff. And Dan was great I, as a director and a writer-director. He, as, as a, as a, if you're a writer-director, you want the dialogue as you wrote it to be exactly the same. Dan didn't do that. He just let everyone, each one of us, bring our own thing to it, which was unheard of and amazing. It would have never it, been the same. Never, and it was a great experience for me. I remember driving to the set and and uh, coming back after work, and my, my mom had said no. And it was like – and I, I hadn't heard it for – we had been work shooting for two weeks, and I hadn't heard the word no for two <laughs> weeks while we were shooting. And it made me realize what a collaboration it was because I never – because we always talked everything out. It wasn't a no. It was like, well, what do you never, think? think so you it, was, it was it was <laughs> never, never, which is which, very, which is very odd for a writer-director to do that. And kudos to him because the best thing for directors is let the actor bring his own stuff to it, you know, to First make it more organic.
0: I was on a spin-off of Friends, Joey, and I told him this show would never go past two now, years. You know my friend Ben Weiss. Yes. I said it would never go past two years because I'm on the set, and they're giving me lines gonna be on time Talk louder. i don't know this is gonna be online <laughs> i love you nbc but anyway <laughs> i don't give a damn so anyway i and and, and this is joy and and i remember they give me lines and i'm like and then on camera day on like on thursday all the camera crew come in so you got to block it and all the, the microphone guys so everybody's there every other day it's just the actors working and working it's camera block day so they can be ready for shooting so they all there shooting and i'm like the and there's nothing i'm like dude listen watch this and all the crew's there, and we stand the scene, and I go, blip, 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 and I flip it. And the place is in stitches. We have to wait 30 minutes for everybody to pick up their shit on the floor from laughing, <laughs> all crying, wiping tears, getting towels. And they over there, and the writer's standing over the fucking corner like this. Oh, my God. You know, just, just stick with what's in the script. Just because what he said, they want their shit. I'm like, are you? Did you just not hear them? Yeah. And then every time, and then I'm watching the next day, watching Matt LeBlanc, whose show it is, in the same corner with the same shoes, trying to get to say, uh, uh uh ah," there's something that made no fucking difference.
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> and so, and to have somebody who write it, most of the ones who write it, they want to hear their shit because you know, all the executives done seen it, so they know if it's yours now, nah, not theirs. To make minds work, even though yours 200 million times. But Dan didn't give a damn about that. Dan was like, just bring it. And when you can tell when somebody when a director lets you bring it, that's why we had that camaraderie. We ain't worried about no damn lines. The only person who kind of messed up the lines was Jewel, but she didn't have nothing but oh, oh She had more of those and it's hard to mess those up. But that's the only thing I remember. We weren't holding what's wrong. We weren't held to any fucking lines, and that's one of the things that made it what it is today. And that's one of the facts that made it what it is today. No problem. Please no problem.
3: Yeah, that was beautiful. I think it really shows in the film too. You can just tell that camaraderie and all that like your characterization is so natural and it's what makes it so great. So speaking of your characters Thank you. Speaking of, okay. Speaking of your characters, um, one of the things that I find really fascinating about this film is that it toggles the line between horror and comedy well and that's so hard to do in this genre Damn. and I have to kind of bring it all back to the ending because you have this blast, this wild ride with you guys and then basically everybody gets the fuck blown up right? Wait, no? Did you make it? You made yeah, it? All you heard was... <laughs> One person survived. One, but, um, yeah, so talk to me a little bit. I mean, in this moment, I think a nihilistic ending was ballsy. And I think it worked, and it really adds a lot of power to the film. So talk to me a little bit about where your heads are at as far as, you know, mixing genre of horror and comedy and how you guys pulled that off. Yeah,
5: but see, here, here's the thing. We, we didn't really mix the genre. We just we, – we went in as a drama piece. And the comedy – what's so g- genius about part one is is it's – it's, it's uh, it's a drama, but there's comedy in it. And you laugh at the situations that the kids are in, not because of what they're doing. As opposed to part two was they went for the jokes a little
1: bit more. Yeah, the, best, the, the best comedy always comes absolutely. from reality and from, 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 from grounding and real situations and real characters and recognizable, relatable uh, relationships and situations. And this movie was full of that.
3: We didn't, we weren't Friday? making a comedy. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, nothing I have nothing to add to
4: that. They did okay. I think they did. <laughs> So I'm going
3: to put you on the spot then. Uh-oh. And I am. Uh, it's time to put you on the spot then for just a moment. Tina is so amazing. Uh, no, first of all, I, I do sometimes wonder what she's doing hanging out with this crew. That's. I think, I she, mean, <laughs> I think
4: she was looking for the bad boy. It's Freddie the bad boy? Freddie's the bad boy. Okay. All right, I'll take it. Hanging out with that crew, and I think that (laughs) That we had talked about that in the two weeks, and we talked about our characters, and that was something that was discussed, that he was the bad boy and I was the good girl, because they kept putting me in all these little sweaters and skirts and trying to make me look real, you know, so I think that's... That is what it was. It was the
3: handkerchief it around was, his ankle that yeah, did it, was, right? That's it what solidified a, the badass. Yeah, ass.
4: hot thing. And the, yeah.
3: Um, so for you, uh, do you consider her a final girl? Talk to me a little bit about Tina and, and her fate and whether or not you think it was true to her character.
4: Um, what do you mean by a final girl?
3: Well, I think a final girl is a woman who kind of battles through the whole film to, to somehow find a sense of herself and struggle to survive at the end. And I think for, yeah. for Tina, her moment is in, in the cathedral church little area.
4: Uh, in the attic. And in the in attic. The, and yeah. in the attic, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, final girl. Fight it through. Yeah, yeah I, she's, I agree I mean, with that.
3: Yeah. I think they all had a, a good sense of survival. Yeah, we're um, all
4: fighting to survive. <laughs> <laughs> you do,
3: you oh, all God. do get out. <laughs> Drive that
2: car. <laughs> um, she still, stayed with, she, still stayed. she still stayed with her boyfriend yeah. till like, she was kind of, Literally, kind of dragged out of there. I know, and, and I, I thought
3: there was always a sweetness to that. So, right now, if if you're so inclined, or we have a ha- a very emphatic hand in the back there. I can, I can. Yep. Um. So, if you guys don't mind, we're going to turn it over to the audience. See what they'd like to know from you guys.
0: Before uh, you go, for before you go, I've been trying to find this for the last two days to read it to. And nice. Going to be uh, uh for all of you guys as well, and for you guys for the first time. Um. Some very wealthy people from France hit me, and and they're going to be doing a, they are putting it all together. It's going to be called trioxin, and it's going to take place right at the, the bomb, and I'm supposed to come out of some freaking thing, and I'm alive. But they want all the entire cast. And it's, I, I'm going to pull it up. I'll send it to you. And they're going to have all the cast. But you guys are going to come back as zombies. and they Can you send do it to one. us, too? I just got it right now. <laughs> and it's called Trioxin. And they, they already. It's a oh, yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's, a, it's for, for, from Return of the Living Day. Hours. Wow. And yeah. yeah. So I was going to send that to you. Can you got to send that
4: to me because there's on. some guys going around that are playing games. I
0: know these guys because my people see a and They ain't them. Okay. I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Let me just <laughs> right. I'm sorry. We just
5: found out there might be a sequel. I'm, We're yeah, all yeah, fine. No,
4: no, no. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Right,
0: let me find it for you. Go ahead, y'all. Keep going. So uh,
5: it's been about 10 years since the great Dan O'Bannon left this world. And I would love to have a moment to talk with, have each of you share your favorite moment or your funniest moment, or just a moment with Dan because he seems like such an eccentric character, and he created this fantastic film that we obviously all love. And so, if you could just share those moments, I think it would be a great way.
2: Ten years, 10 years down oh, the line, remember him. Oh my gosh! Um, I think his like. He wanted everything so spot on in terms of, like, like when I had to have the crotch piece or the Barbie doll piece. He was, like, telling me how to shave so I wouldn't have my hairs. He knew how to do it. And I'm, like, like, oh, my God, I don't know how to do it. Like, what? And he was, like, it was embarrassing. Me in jail today. He <laughs> tried to inspect. And I, I... You know, I I was like mortified. I'm like, Oh my God, you know Please keep
0: that to yourself. <laughs> and
2: that was before Girl Shame.
0: So, yeah,
2: it was very embarrassing. Usually was there bush there. And then probably the time where we were on set and I'm gonna come out of the mud. He was very upset and you know, there's water everywhere, mud everywhere, and the hose like kind of like got his script dirty and he was livid and he's so (laughs) mad and we're walking back to the trailer to talk about it and these extras were sitting there zombies with their coffees and he just kicked their coffees off and i'm like oh my god he's gonna lay into me now Mm -hmm. but he was like so nice and you know you know explain like oh maybe it should be this or what are you gonna do or but i was so scared i was a little scared of him
4: I was I really scared, scared of him. Yeah. He yeah. I am um, I
0: did not know. Uh, sure. Well, we're you girls.
4: That. It's different on, for us. It. It's, you know, you guys had it much easier. Um, well not much easier, I but, but I had after I got the part, I got a call from my agent and they said to go to Dan's house. Oh. <laughs> yes, to run lines. <laughs> and so Sit I back. I was young and I didn't think I think I was 19. And I didn't think much of it. I thought, "Oh, okay. And um, so I go to his house, and I pull up, I go in. There's a gun sitting on the coffee table. You
0: don't have to talk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? But thank God I'd already gotten the part, and the papers had been signed.
0: Oh, good.
4: And um, yeah, been so. you different mean, huh? Right? And, and, and there's a gun on the table, and I think there's a gun someplace else, and there was porn playing on the TV.
1: I'd, I'd never
4: seen porn before. And I'm looking around thinking, what the heck am I doing here? I was kind of freaking out. And so he goes, oh, just so and he was, you know, had a cigar or something going on, and he goes, oh, his phone rang, and the phone was hanging in the kitchen. There was no cell phones, and so he goes into the kitchen to answer the phone, and he's in there talking for a minute, and I just panicked, and I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I forgot, I have an appointment, I have to go, and I ran out the door.
0: And, and right- you still got it. Oh, I had
4: to. They already discussed it, that it was a done deal. But from then on, he made the entire shoot heck for me. Hey, we're going to have
0: to recast her. (laughs) Right.
4: Oh, I'm sure he wanted to. Right? I'm sure he wanted to. So when I fell down into the... Well, he took the step away on there and didn't tell me. So I fell through the steps for real. And then when I was falling in the mud... He pulled up his big director's chair, and he sat in front of that big mud puddle, and he says, okay, let's practice that, and we practiced it on the side. He goes, okay, let's have her do it, and we did that scene, I must, I, it was probably 30 oh, times, he goes, whoa. let's just do it again. Oh, that was pretty, okay, let's just do that one more time, Damn, and this Brian, went on all night, and it, you you will see the one scene when, um, when you and Brian were literally carrying me out, because I was so exhausted, I couldn't well, get up. I, ain't I know that was why. Yeah, I couldn't get up anymore. I could not get out of that mud. Wow. So that's what was going on with him, and it was well, When uncomfortable. he called
0: me to his house, he had a dildo and a bottle of Hennessy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember any of it?
0: I just Cause... ran out, girl.
4: <laughs> and also, Clue had, had a rough time with him. I Clu... said, okay, come
0: on, Dan, let's do it.
4: <laughs> Were you there for the Clue thing? The shoot? <laughs> Were you there for the clue episode?
0: I, I swear to God, I didn't you, know any of this until right now. Come on, you've heard these stories. He didn't either. I didn't know what it is. Oh, you yeah. did? No, I didn't know. Anything. Oh, no. Oh, and then there Hold was. Hold on, because right now. I, didn't know about that. I love you, Dan. But right now, if you were to tell this story, he could be in jail. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And then, yeah, it was a so gun? sore. After <laughs> and the and thing. a porno movie?
4: <laughs> and a porno movie. I was so freaking. And he it's also got into it with Clue Guliger on the set. <laughs> and Clue, everyone, Clue literally threw something at him. And oh, wait Dan a ducked. Do you, you remember, remember that, that now? Wait a minute. That he was did a. Throw something.
0: It was yeah. The, it was in the split dog room.
4: I think it was in the. Now, if you watch the documentary, they'll do the cuts of everybody's version of this. It's hilarious, because we all remember something different. I I thought it was a vase. Someone said it was a paint can.
0: So, wait, I don't know what the fuck it was. I want to hear more about it, though. What happened?
4: They got into a big fight.
0: And he threw something at Dan? And he
4: threw something at Dan. And Dan and Dan ducked, and it missed a him. It was, a, and they had to hold off Clue because he was just going to so go why, after Dan. Why, why?
0: Why? Oh shit! I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know that I can't well, remember. He, I think. he was trying to give him direction that he did that.
4: That could have been what it was. Yeah. Well, he oh, was yeah. pretty hard on Clue as well.
0: Oh, he was. He was pretty oh,
4: Clue oh, okay. hard because Clue was not great with his. Li- he he forgets his lines. He he'll say, "I don't like <laughs> lines." There's so many lines. So oh many yeah, lines when he about.
0: couldn't remember, he just say, "I don't like it." Cut it up. He got hired at
5: the last minute.
4: Yeah, so it was... And they did was,
0: come in at the last minute. We were shooting. Up. Yeah. But damn, I didn't know all that. I'm glad I didn't know. I didn't want to know. <laughs> want to know. <laughs> mm. It was at when uh,
5: was inside where Don Copper which was doing his work on the body. What? In,
0: in the, in the morgue. morgue. The morgue. Yeah. Where you came running in and fell on the yeah. ground. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Jimmy and I were there. <laughs> wow. And what
2: happened?
5: He
0: threw a glass
2: at
5: they him, he were, said. Yeah, they were, we were shooting the scene, and he was... Uh, Doing the dialogue and and Clue was al- he was always seemed to be in flux. He was never at ease in any scene. He was stressed out. He had a lot of. A lot I of thought that was his
0: acting until now. So <laughs> so he, uh, 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 it worked for him. Yeah, he, but, yeah. um, uh. I don't know what Dan said
5: to him, and he, he Clue picked something up and wanted to get him out of out of his face. He threw it threw it at the door. Remember the door. Were they open it right, and yeah, they and yeah. they stuck their head out. <laughs> the ambulance coming, yeah. 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 So he threw it at the door because Dan was going out the door, and he threw it at the door. And wow. Dan of took
4: door. off running. It was hilarious. Wait, Dan, Dan ran, Dan ran Dan toward him him away from him? Because he knew Clue was ticked.
0: Damn, Dan Dan this is some good shit. Running. We should have been doing yes. behind the scenes. Yes.
4: <laughs> and, and to this day, Clue goes, I don't remember that. I remember it. He said I, he don't he remember, remember it. Yeah, watch the documentary. I, that never happened. I don't remember that. No. But you know something? It
0: I He probably really don't.
5: No, he probably doesn't.
4: He probably I, I, really I, I, don't.
0: Yeah. To his, to, to, uh, no, I really well, believe yeah. he don't. I don't believe yeah. he's lying. He probably don't remember that. Because you don't remember that time you shit it in the cafeteria. I mean, oh, no, oh, no, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. Sorry, <laughs> fecal humor. <laughs> <laughs> fecal humor. <laughs>
2: Was there. Yeah, he he was there. So he
0: ran? I didn't see Dan ran because he was. Well, that's him. another part. That's some old girl no, stuck that, in there.
4: That. Dan was talking about it, the producer. We had dinner with And he was like, laughing his head off because Dan just bolted? He was terrified. Well, I might
0: have made. Shit, if somebody threw a glass at my head, I might want to bolt too. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. One of them going to go back and say, Why you do that?
4: <laughs> and I, and I, I even said in the documentary, I said at that moment, Clue was my hero because I would have loved to have thrown something But instead. your
0: your story, so, uh, b- uh, your story, yeah. Blows my
4: mind. I'm shocked. That's, I, I thought,
0: that's Harvey Weinstein on crack.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah
0: that's, that's the shit. 80s. Shit. Bill Cosby only gave a girl a little, little ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little ecstasy. What girl? If every man in the 80s would go to jail for having a looted out girl in his bed, they wouldn't have enough jails. <laughs> I had at least a thousand. I didn't do nothing to them. I just called somebody else. But that was normal <laughs> back then. But I'm talking about calling an actress to your house. With a gun okay. on the bed With some porno movies And nine rubbers in your pocket <laughs> uh, Sorry, we're having fun But go ahead
1: yeah, <laughs> a- <laughs> anybody, anybody want to share some more Dan stories? Say
0: something nice about him now after- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you open the wrong door <laughs> I think they ordered them assing
3: them all.
0: Yeah, come to the microphone, no, like everybody. No, this no, is no, like no, an no, Oprah no, show.
4: No, no. Oh, out, come, come over people. here, Miguel. Remember last time when you ran around
3: with the microphone? Yeah, Guys, um, feel free to come I got up. Got a and, bad and, knee today, though.
0: Yeah. Here you go, dude. <laughs> um, what was like? What, what was the most challenging scene the film? In the movie? Say again? The, the most challenging, challenging scene. Challenging. The rain, in the rain for me. I ain't like doing it in the rain. That was the the, the mud, the mud and the rain. We had to right. dive and down. fall in the mud in the and butt. then pick her up and then grab her mm. and drag her to the mud. That was it for me. And the prosthetics
2: for me and yeah. the
0: rain. And the pros- what prosthetics? prosthetics oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: thought yeah. that.
0: No, I like when the rain hit that because it come off. Um, that was pretty much all for me. I don't remember anything. You probably.
1: You well, the most challenging thing for me was just sitting can. around waiting.
0: <laughs> they <laughs> locked him put in, the put in the the for s- an hour.
1: Well, they put me in the suit, like, first thing when I got there, with the head on and everything. Oh, it
0: was hot. It was hot. Remember you sweating or something? Yeah. Like that? yeah. But, you
1: know, it wasn't... The, the heat wasn't so bad, because I'm just sitting there. It's not like I'm doing anything. But they just insisted on putting it on, because they, they didn't... They well, weren't we're, really sure of themselves we're, we're how long it would take. And then, they just it's weren't sure time. how when they would get to the scene. Dan, evidently and the first first AD we were never quite sure how long things were going to be taking and i was too dumb at that point to know that you just don't put the head on until you <laughs> move minute. to the scene you're actually doing right. you know this isn't like uh it's it's a film you wait till you're actually shooting the scene to put the stupid head on um, and i just remember sitting there for hours just doing it cuz you couldn't do anything you know yeah, I, I could only I could drink a little bit out of a straw, but you can't go to the bathroom. Hours. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like lunch. Okay, yeah, you great. They pull the hat off and, like, and you go to lunch. Sorry. <laughs> it's like why <well, laughs> couldn't we do they, this three hours ago? I remember <laughs> one day you got so mad you went, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bring back the suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah. Oh. All right, next. Yeah. That's it.
2: Tom, what was your challenge?
5: Oh, wait. Oh, I don't remember. You got another one? Oh, right, we got another question. No yeah, How did you enjoy your
3: wedding, by Oh, I loved it. Was it, good? Okay. it was super good, sure. thank, thank you. you. Thank you for bringing it. Um, do you guys have any, like, upcoming films coming out or anything? Uh, um, TV shows, or?
0: Well, I'm on a show right now, it's called uh, fam, uh, Family Business, it's on BET. It's like an empire, it's a uh, drama. It's about a um, family, a wealthy, wealthy family. And um, we own the number one car lot across the whole year, the world—Paris, London, France. But we carry, you know, high-end cars, limousines. But we also have bodies, drugs, bodies, anything we want in there. I played the a consigliere, also a killer. We're a killer family. Uh, we're doing a Juana Man two later on this year.
2: Yes. Um,
3: wow. I, I just
0: uh, just finished another zombie movie that's coming out. It's going to be called Zombie 2020. It's going to be coming oh, next that's year. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be working on one called Cush Zombie. It's about weed and zombies. Yes, so. 420.
2: <laughs> OCB. Kush zombie. Yeah. Are you doing any? Um, like, oh, you in it? Are you are you gonna do any like study of it and you of know what? the reaper marijuana? I
0: know everything about it. You want some? <laughs> that's, that's why you got
5: hired. Are you kidding me? You look up marijuana in the dictionary. And, in my picture. That's right. I've got. I did two movies last year, um, and then uh, one called Killer Therapy, which is kind of in the horror genre, and then another one, a western called uh, Warpath, uh, which took, takes place in the 1890s. Which will, I think both of them will come out in like October, September, October. And then we got uh, Never Hike Alone again, or to look forward to in the future. So we got we got the snow, and then the sequel after that, which, which will be fun oh, for right. everyone to look at. Oh. So I've got, we got that.
2: Go
3: ahead for okay. you. you got me. There we go. I'm gonna do a quick promotion after this panel. We're actually gonna be screening uh, Never Camp, Never Hike Alone, and a couple other cool things. So definitely stick around. We have the directors and some other good stuff programs. So
2: <laughs> figured it. Out. How about the rest of you? Any you, of you, you have anything uh, else coming
1: out? Yeah. The uh, most of the work I do is as a puppeteer. Um, so uh, there, I was on in uh, in part of the cast of. Um, Uh, Happy Time Murders, which was out last year. That was the Melissa McCarthy movie. I played a number of characters in that, um, and then I do I do some uh, uh, with you know with the Henson Company they have some children's programming so it's completely opposite end of the scale uh, <laughs> uh, that I work on Splash and Bubbles I work on and uh, did some Word Party so that's on Netflix and um, uh, just uh, little things here and there no other uh, big projects uh, to, uh, to tell emphasize.
0: them about st- uh, the porno uh, version uh, of Puppet- Stop, uh,
1: yeah we do
0: Tar Man. Tar- man called Stuck in the can
1: it's a porno to be out next year And then I do yeah I, every now and then I'll do um, uh, sometimes we do the show called Puppet Up at the uh, the Henson lot, which is a an, an adult uh, oriented um, uh, muppet uh, muppety uh, it's not Muppets. I was kidding it's, but I guess uh, I won. It's a It's a puppet improv show oh. so why is it adult? Well, it's improv, so you know, it's we can't control what the Muppets <laughs> yells out at us. <laughs> so. But it's not Muppets; it's, the, it's our own character. I would love
0: that. That's probably. Oh, that. And let's see. Yeah, no, go,
2: I have oh, the I best sure. things evil does, and then Brett Mullins. What is it called? Hold on.
0: That's our assistant. Killer babes and, and the, the frightening, frightening film, film Fiasco.
2: And Barn 2, and um, I can't remember the other one, but that's what's coming out. And also, the last Thanksgiving's coming out, and on Amazon Prime, there's a couple right now that are playing, so...
0: She got a whole lot of shit, basically.
2: (laughs) Oh, the animals! Yes! I got a piece of property, and I've got a sanctuary I'm starting, and right now, one border is a cat that is, you know, taken off the streets because its sisters and brothers were poisoned. Wait, hold so on. wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Back up again. You have a what?
2: A sanctuary. It's Where starting to be say? a sanctuary. In L.A.? In L.A., yeah. Oh, wow. In the mountains, yeah. Oh,
0: no way. I want to come for real. Seriously. Okay. But keep going. I want to hear about it. Okay. okay. No. Yeah.
2: So, I'm starting, you know, my dream is to save animals, so I'm starting the sanctuary, and... I just got in there. I just moved in there. So I already have one cat, and
0: there'll be more. Oh, no, there a friend of mine has one up. the same thing. They have one, and they have, like, um, lions, all kinds of stuff that people, because you're going to get a lot because people in LA got all this money, and they go ordering all this shit they think is cute until it grows up and bite their ass, and then they look for somewhere because I promise you, you're going to be filled up. I'm I bet, yes, yeah.
2: yes. Be I have to. Yeah, I, I bet. I always have a bobcat in my backyard and yeah. a mountain lion yeah. across the street. So it's yeah. like, whoa. Coyotes, Coyotes yeah. Coyotes. Oh, oh, oh. And then my dogs all start barking. I have nine dogs. And, oh my God. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not like you need a sanctuary. Nine I'm dogs. always
2: going, right? Oh, okay. It's like kids. All right, there you go. So,
3: um. Well, first of all, just asking for a friend. The Tarman Man porno. No, just kidding. Um, for a friend.
0: It'll be on Amazon
3: Prime. <laughs> um, so I was asked by a couple of people. Tom, don't get mad at me. We're going to ask you if you can tell us. You could do one quick. I could smell your braids or something in your awesome Freddie voice for us.
5: Dana. Dana, if you love me, you'll let
3: me eat your brains. Yes. Oh man, I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty much all me. Freddy? I needed that. Freddie,
1: <laughs> Freddie, <laughs> we. I
3: don't suppose we get a little trash going too. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Do you ever fantasize about dying? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Sassy. Amazing.
0: Steel sexy. <laughs>
3: All right, well, that is gonna about wrap it up. If you guys have anything else you wanna add or promote, now would be the time to do so. I'll
0: bust it in the damn head. <laughs>
3: yeah, <woo! Yes!
1: laughs>
3: and we wanna thank all of you guys Leah Quigley, Beverly Randolph, Alan, uh, Tom, yep, and <laughs> it's been a lot. Miguel, thank you so much to all of you. You guys thank were amazing. You guys, thank you. This means the world to all of
2: us and to every one of you. Thank you. Thank you guys Let's for staying hand. here and coming in here. And this Time woman get drunk. is fantastic, Marissa. Thank you, thank you so much. She's great. Yes, thank you. And, yeah, thanks, you guys.
0: I'm buying everybody here one drink.
3: You heard it. You you heard it. No, everyone. one
0: drink, you're just going to pass it around. Oh! oh <laughs> you're listening to the Geekscape Network.